0: To the simple, to the simple truth. You're listening to The Simple Truth with Pastor Dion Cordova of Truth Ministries Calvary Chapel.
1: But we have to definitely make sure that we have shared with all of the others around us. And so that's the reason he sent the Holy Spirit to empower us to be able to share. Jesus wants us to be the salt of the earth, but sometimes we need help getting out of the salt shaker. Sometimes we need help with the awkwardness sometimes that we feel about sharing the message. As
0: we Does sharing your walk with Jesus with other people make you a little nervous or uncertain? It can be scary for sure, but the good news is that you're not doing it alone. God has given you the Holy Spirit to guide and direct you in your conversations with people regarding your journey with Jesus. How awesome is that? In today's message, Pastor Dion will encourage you to be bold in your interactions with people. You're not alone. You're never alone. So go for it. Share the good news with everyone around you. Now let's join Pastor Dion in the book of Acts, chapter 4. As he continues his message, the Holy Spirit empowers us.
1: We have been doing a series called Foundations. We have learned a lot about God. We have learned a lot about His Son, Jesus Christ. And we've been learning about the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit. I can't emphasize that enough, the person of the Holy Spirit. So let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we want to say thank you for meeting us here with your Spirit, with your Word, and with your presence. And those three in combination, continuing to work in us, not only in us, but as we'll learn today, through us. I pray, Father, that you would be delighted with the work that's happening in us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, guys, 2,000 years ago, Jesus sent the Holy Spirit upon all flesh. Now, never in the history of the Bible had that ever happened. In the whole Old Testament, and even through the, the life and times of Jesus, that hadn't happened. The Holy Spirit had never been on all flesh only select people were entitled to such a special anointing but after jesus ascension his death burial resurrection and his ascension just as he promised he sent the holy spirit on everyone everywhere in that awesome guys god the holy spirit is among us he sent it to everyone everywhere now the holy spirit at that point Began his unlimited ministry. The Holy Spirit starts working from the outside on unbelievers. So, on the day that the Holy Spirit, that Jesus sent the Holy Spirit and he came upon all, everyone, everywhere, the Holy Spirit began to work on unbelievers from the outside, convicting and convincing them of their need for Jesus. And then, once faith in Jesus is displayed by an unbeliever, The Holy Spirit moves into the believer. It regenerates them. It bursts them anew. Jesus called it being born again. The Holy Spirit also seals us, makes us a child of God. The Holy Spirit then helps us from the inside so that we become more and more like Jesus. Guys, all of which is the working on the inside of us. But He, God the Holy Spirit, not only wants to work in us, He also wants to work through us. So the Holy Spirit, the minute that we displayed faith in Jesus, worked in us, started His work in us. But again, I must say, He also wants to work through us. So here's what the Holy Spirit does. He does this. He empowers us. Now the empowerment, or the Holy Spirit working through us, is evidence that the Holy Spirit is actually working in us. Let me say it again. The empowerment or the working of the Holy Spirit in us is evidence that the Holy Spirit working through us is evidence of the Holy Spirit working in us. So first, the Holy Spirit empowers us to do this, to share with sinners. Say it out loud. What? Share with sinners. That's the first thing the Holy Spirit empowers us to do. Now, after Jesus' resurrection and before his ascension, Jesus commissioned his disciples to go into all the world and share the gospel message. And he said, those that believe will be saved. So, Jesus says, go into all the world, preach my gospel, share my gospel message. Those that believe will be saved. But Jesus cautioned the disciples. He said, before you go, I want you to wait in Jerusalem for the promised Holy Spirit. In other words, I want you to share this news about me with everyone everywhere, but I want you to wait for the Holy Spirit's empowerment. In fact, here's what Jesus said, Acts chapter 1, verse 4, And being assembled together with them, Jesus commanded them, Not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me, for John truly baptized you with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses. To me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So Jesus promised, He said, Hey, listen, you will receive power from the person of the Holy Spirit when He comes upon you. Power to do what? Power to witness, power to share, power to testify, power to proclaim, power to invite people to church. It's because Jesus wants us to help him build his church, build the body of believers. And the way we do that is by carrying his story into the world and rescuing the lost. So he sent us the Holy Spirit to empower us to do that. Now understand this. Can I plant something in your mind right now? Jesus asked, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit so he can empower you to share Because it's important. There's coming a judgment. Jesus, at the time, and still to this day, does not know the day nor the hour that the Lord is going to send Him to come back for His church, which will begin that judgment time period. Jesus doesn't know. So He wants everyone, everywhere, in every generation, to have heard his salvation message before that happens. You guys got that? So we can understand why it's so important to Him. Because that day or hour is going to happen like that. God's going to look over at, the, at Jesus and say, Today's the day. Are you ready? You are, right? But we have to definitely make sure that we have shared with all of the others around us. And so that's the reason He sent the Holy Spirit to empower us to be able to share. Jesus wants us to be the salt of the earth, but sometimes we need help getting out of the salt shaker. Sometimes we need help with the awkwardness sometimes that we feel about sharing the message. But understand that the Holy Spirit is the one who will empower us, not only working in us, but working through us. Now, on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit descended on the disciples in the upper room, the Holy Spirit empowered those guys then to share the wonderful works of God. The crowd that heard was amazed. They were surprised. They were shocked uh, you know, as, as they listened. In fact, listen to the record, Acts chapter 4, verse 13. The members of the council were amazed when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, for they could see that they were ordinary men with no special training in the scriptures. The crowd was stumped, guys, at how uneducated, at the fact that these uneducated rednecks shared with knowledge, with passion, and with boldness. Guys, these followers of Jesus threw fear and caution and inhibition and restraint to the wind. What compels a person to do that? To throw caution and fear and inhibitions and restraint to the wind. What causes a person to do that? To abandon fear and timidity. To abandon shyness and nervousness. What causes a person to do that like it did then? Well, I'll tell you what. A love for Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit within. He gives us that. Holy Spirit boldness swells up within us. In fact, the Old Testament Jeremiah described it like fire in his bones. Sometimes we sense that about wanting to share our God story, share our faith, share the gospel with someone else. We feel it swelling on the inside. But we think of a thousand reasons we can't. We basically sabotage ourselves. No, 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 no. Let it out. Amaze everyone around you. Because it's not just the Holy Spirit working in you, but the Holy Spirit working, everybody, through you. And in fact, the through you is evidence that he's working in you. It's pretty cool. So just let it out open your mouth and let the praises and the proclamation fly. In fact, Psalm 105 verse 1 says this, Give thanks to the Lord and proclaim His greatness. Let the whole world know what He has done. Can we read that last line together out loud? Let the whole world know what He has done. And we can do that with the holy spirit working through us. The uh, apostle Paul encouraged also encouraged us like this, 2 Timothy verse 1, uh, I'm sorry, chapter 1 verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, and timidity, but of power, love, and confidence. So never be ashamed to tell others about the Lord. So wait a minute. The Holy Spirit has empowered you. And now you don't have to be fear, you don't have to have fear or shyness about sharing your faith because He's given you the spirit of power, love, and confidence. It's in there. So, one outward sign of the Holy Spirit's inward work is sharing with sinners, sharing with those people around us. That's something that the Holy Spirit has empowered us to do. Here's the next thing the Holy Spirit has empower, empowered us to do: is to do what, guys? Serving saints. Everybody say it out loud. Serving the saints. So the Holy Spirit has empowered us to share with the unbelieving world. He is the one who puts fire on the inside of us: passion, knowledge, understanding, and he just well, so let it go. Let them know. And guys, I tell you what, it impacts everyone around you. And it's an evidence that the Holy Spirit is really working in you when He works through you. But here's something else the Holy Spirit empowers us to do, is to serve saints. Now guys, we all know that Jesus modeled serving, right? And He expects us to serve one another. Can we say that out loud? What? Serve one another. Jesus modeled it. And Jesus, in fact, expects us to serve one another. At the last supper, Jesus was sitting down at the table with his disciples. And for whatever reason, the guy who washes the feet, the greeter at the, at the house, the host, didn't show up. I don't know. He, he's running late. I don't know what the situation was. He didn't show up. So nobody's feet got washed. So Jesus picks up a water basin and a towel, and he starts going around the table, washing everybody's feet, acting, fulfilling, or filling the role of the servant. And then he tells his disciples, he says this, And since I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, have served you, you ought to wash each other's feet, or serve each other. I have given you an example to follow. Do as I have done to you. So Jesus not only modeled for us serving the saints, but he also expects that we serve the saints. The Apostle Paul urged us like this in 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 9. It is he who saved us and chose us For his holy work, not because we deserved it, but because that was his plan long before the world began. In other words, we're not saved by service. In other words, our works doesn't save us. We're not saved by service, but we are saved for service. You guys got that? Again, Paul urged the Galatians, the church in Galatia, also us, chapter 5, verse 13. For you were called to freedom, brothers, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. Read this last line with me. But through love, serve one another. That's what we should do, serve one another. We're saved to serve. And... That's the very reason the Holy Spirit empowers every believer with spiritual gifts for serving one another in the body of Christ. In fact, the Apostle Paul wrote 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14 as an instructional lesson on spiritual gifts. We could call that section of of Scripture, uh, 1 Corinthians 12 through 14, we could call it you know, spiritual gifts one or one, or we could call it this, spiritual gifts for dummies. So let's look at it. Open your Bibles there to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Let's start reading with verse 1. And I'm also going to read from verse 4 to 7. Here's what it says. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be, everybody say the word, ignorant. There are diversities of gifts but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. Read this last line with me. But the manifestation of the Holy Spirit is given to each one for the profit of... You guys got that? Alright, so we've been saved to serve. It's what God expects from us. It's what Jesus expects to serve one another. But you know, we've got a lot of meitis in us, a lot of selfishness in us. We have a lot of apprehension. I don't know if they deserve it. And so the Holy Spirit says, Hey, listen, I'm going to help you. I'm going to empower you. Because you won't do it on your own. I'm going to empower you and give you gifts and the passion within to be able to serve one another because it's expected of us. And then, so the Apostle Paul pointed out that the Holy Spirit gives everyone a spiritual gift, a practical skill. Everyone gets one. The Holy Spirit gives Christians, every Christian, at least one spiritual gift because everyone counts, everyone in the body has a purpose, And everyone is responsible. No Christian is excluded or exempt. We all have a purpose and a responsibility. And so Jesus empowered us to serve and he expects us to serve. Now the gifting or the skill is for everyone in the church family. So everyone gets a special, unique gift to help to serve one another in the body. And here's the thing, and it's not for yourself. The gifting isn't for yourself alone. It is for what? Everybody. So guys, don't be a crab. Crabs are selfish. Don't be selfish, right? The Lord wants us to receive for ourselves, obviously at church, but He also wants us to give of ourselves at church. I'm going to say it again, okay? So the Lord wants us to receive for ourselves when we come to church, but he also wants us to give of ourselves here at church. But how can we give of ourselves if we don't know what the spiritual gift or skill that we've been given is? If we don't know what the skills are, how how, how can we how can we, you know, exercise it? Well, the apostle Paul identified the skills for us. The ones that the Holy Spirit gives us to bless people around us. To save some time, I'm going to summarize them for you. There's the gift of counseling. That doesn't mean sitting across from a desk from s- uh, someone else and you know, no, it, doesn't, it, mean, it means being able to give godly scriptural advice to other people. Not just experience but godly Spiritual advice. Now, there are some people who have that gifting that they just, it just, it just pours out of them and it's helpful to you because you were in a quandary. There was chaos going on or questions and they gave you some godly counsel. There's also the gift of encouraging. These are people who just seem to have a gift, a knack of being able to encourage. To bring a, an encouragement, to bring kind of a, a peace, a help to an individual by sharing God's word, by sharing a good word, a positive word, a, an encouraging word. All right, that's one of the giftings. There's also the gift of illuminating. You know, someone who can, can, can kind of just give you that, those aha moments, where, they, they, whether they're teaching or they're sharing or they're just explaining And all of a sudden you say, like, I get it. I see it. I know it. The Holy Spirit gives those gifts. There's also the gift of preaching. There's the gift of inspiring. There's the gift of leading. There's the gift of caring. You guys got that? I mean, don't you love it when there's someone with a gift of caring? They see the situation and they, they immediately move into it. They see what the need is, and they immediately want to fulfill it. It doesn't mean that they have tons of money to be able to do it, but they have, some, they have something to offer, a shoulder, a strength. But they care, and you see it. There's the gift of healing, the skill of, of giving, I should say, of helping. And guys, the Holy Spirit bestows on every single one. one of you, every one of you got at least one of those gifts and for your information you know consulting and criticizing is not a spiritual gift so if you see something in the church that needs doing roll up your sleeves now Paul went on to say in the passage that we read that if everyone does their part everyone inside the church family if everyone exercises their gift everyone inside the church family will grow and flourish.
0: Thanks for joining us here on The Simple Truth with Pastor Dion Cordova. Pastor Dion has been taking it down to the foundation in the current series, laying out the basics of the faith. Doesn't going back to the basics just sound lovely? Take away all the cares of the world, drop off your adult worries and responsibilities, and go back to the time of, Jesus loves me, this I know. The foundation of our faith rests on that one extraordinary truth. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves you. How do we know? The Bible tells us so, over and over, in a million different ways. So, how is this time of resting on the simple truth felt to you? Can you feel the love of Jesus surrounding you? He wants you to feel that way all the time, in every situation. So when you leave this holy space with the Lord, take His love with you. And here's the truth, my friend. The more time you spend in the Word with Jesus, the more you'll know and feel His love for you. If you're not ready to leave this space just yet, don't worry. You can stick around. Pastor Dion has many more messages of God's love, and they're all stored on our YouTube page. Just head on over there next to continue in the Word. The Simple Truth is a ministry out of Truth Ministries Calvary Chapel in Espanola, New Mexico. To find out more about us and find our church, head on over to tmcalvary.com. Once again, that's tmcalvary.com. We'd love to have you come see us sometime. And with that, we have come to the end of our time together. Come back next time to soak in more love right here on The Simple Truth.